Sean Rima, 9 till 11. News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. Burr. 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 It's cold. Six minutes after nine on News Talk 550 KTSA FM 1071. I'm Sean Burr. Phone lines are open. Burr. 210-599-5555. 210-599-5555. Yes. It's cold and slippery out. The Martin Luther King uh, Day March uh, has been canceled. This, I believe, is the largest march in the country, right? That's that's the big news of the day. Uh, it's 9 a.m., so your your little booger is probably not going to school today, but you can check the website. we got traffic updates coming up uh, throughout the show so you can see where the dangerous uh, parts are. And um, I, I, I want to share with you, uh, my wife and I communicate through sticky notes on the bathroom mirror because our, our schedules are so dramatically different. And uh, let me just share with you the, the sticky note on the bathroom mirror left by my wife for me this morning. Morning, babe. Freezing rain and sleet on roads. Be safe. Drive like the old lady you always drive like. I love you. <laughs> Please let me know when you've made it to work. Drive like the old lady you always drive like. You know, if you drive, not to be insulting to old ladies, but I do drive like an old lady. You know what? This is our day to shine, man. If you drive like an old lady as I drive like an old lady every day of my life, we're winners today, man. We're winners. the signal light on the whole time. You're damn right, man. I drive with the hazard lights on. On 410, got my hazards light. No, I didn't have my hazard lights going. (laughs) Thought about it. (laughs) I didn't have any problems. I I left. I didn't get up any early. I got up maybe a little earlier. Uh, but, uh, I didn't have any problems on 410, although you could see, if you can see that sheen, it's a little harder to see when, once the sun comes up. Right. Much easier to see at night. That sheen on the roads, you know, mm-hmm. it's slippery. Right. So you just got into the, what's that? It came into the area pretty quick. It did. Because when Jimmy, Elaine and Trey sh- showed up, it wasn't a problem. Right. But within an hour or so, we started to see some yeah. issues. Yep. Well, exactly. if, you, if you can see that sheen, you, and again, you can only see it at night, but you know it's slippery. Just take it. Remember your Jeff Lebowski. Just take it easy, man. I went 45, 50 miles an hour coming in here you do on that 410. In, you do that in July, well, though. Well, James, you were out for a sec, but this is my wife left me this sticky note <laughs> on my mirror, Slow. which I got to share with you. Drive normal. <laughs> freezing rain and sleet. Morning, babe. Freezing rain and sleet on roads. Be safe. Drive like the old lady you always drive like. Yeah. No, you're oh, fine. Man. Statistically, I'm fine. you're fine. Ain't nothing. Yeah. I, I have no problems. I'm just doing what I normally do, just about five miles slower. Right. I didn't have any problems until I got on Eisenhower just down the street. that where the market is? Right. There, there's that light there. I went to stop, slow down for the light, and I just kept on. I slid right through a red light, man. I broke well, the law. And here's... Here's the thing. I'm looking at the traffic screen right now, right. and there's probably a dozen, maybe 15 crashes listed. Ugh. And I can almost guarantee you, none of these involved a little old lady who was driving the car this or morning. Or Sean, driving so, yeah. like an, uh, 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 the aforementioned old lady. Right. Drive job, like right. old ladies today, okay? Just embrace your inner old lady and take it easy. If you take it easy, you'll be fine. That's right. Crank up some Wayne Newton. <laughs> Drive on in. Put on some split ends, uh, you know, and just kind of some tears for fears and just relax. All right. Just take it easy. Well, right. the good news is there's really nothing for precipitation chances right. for overnight and tomorrow morning. Nah, it's going to be right. really freaking cold tomorrow just morning. Just cold. Right? Just really like low cold. Teens. Like you're going to have the headlights on. <laughs> I think you know what I mean by that. We just need to get lucky and get above 32 for about three right. hours, and maybe that'll get rid of what's on the sidewalks and the driveways and stuff like that. Just, just take it easy. A lot of you aren't working today because it's a holiday. Mm-hmm. Stay home. I'm going to eat some of James's chili. He brought me some of his chili. Oh, nice. It looks really good. I actually Where's smelled mine? it. Uh, the UPS truck is bringing it to you. It's it's in a small, it's freeze dried to Just withstand the. Tell ask Georgia what kind of chili she wants because I don't know how to make your chili. It's just yeah. tomato sauce. Is that what you need for chili? Yeah, basically. Ketchup. Yeah. ketchup with some beans in <laughs> just it. Just some tomato sauce with a few spices <laughs> in it. That's it. That's chili for <laughs> a vegan don. Saltine crackers. Yeah, a handful of saltines. I want a bunch how of. How could de- you go wrong? I want a bunch of ground up dead animals in my chili, man. 
So anyway, just take it easy, just relax. You know, I'm not going to spend a lot of time talking about it because uh, it's nine, eleven after minutes after nine. So most of you are about your business, whatever that may be. Just drive like the old lady you always drive like. Drive like older. Inner drive now. like Sean. Embrace your inner old lady. <laughs> be the Golden Girls today on the highway. Just take it easy. Two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five. I do. You know. I, let's talk. Just riff for a few minutes here. It is Martin Luther King Day. The parade has been canceled because of the weather. Because you, you you're not going to get people out there marching and when it's this frigid. But you know what? I'm going to be I'm going to be totally honest with you. This might piss off a few people, and I don't care. I'm kind of in that mood these days. You know why bother having it? Maybe we should should just not bother with the Martin Luther King March anymore. Maybe we shouldn't bother with Martin Luther King. Why do people keep bringing him up once a year? Are they living it? Are people living this? Are we living the dream? Or is that where we are here in America in the year 2023? Are we? Are we judging each other by the content of our character? Are we doing anything like that? No. I don't give a crap. And I'll talk about the caucuses coming up. We'll talk about the Iowa caucuses. And how I feel about the caucuses and people out there caucusing, oofta, you know, out there in, you betcha, in Iowa, Iowa, Des Moines, Iowa, and around Iowa, the Hawkeye State. Well, why bother with Martin Luther King Day? We're not living it. We're not doing that content of character stuff, man. It's all about freaking race. Everything is about freaking race right now. Uh, Fanny Willis, who apparently is an a-hole, uh, is the Georgia DA who brought charges of election tampering or trying to, the uh, charges of trying to overte- overturn the, the, the election against Donald Trump. There are allegations all over the place, and I guess Trump is, uh, the, his legal team is, uh, is trying to get this thing overturned, which in any other courtroom it would be because of the fact that apparently, allegedly, Fanny Will- Willis hired her boy toy, her boyfriend, who's a married guy, by the way, not to her. <laughs> I, yeah, he's married. That's what I heard. She hired this guy to be a special prosecutor to investigate Donald Trump, her office paying him money, a lot of money, hundreds of thousands of dollars. It's a good gig if he can get it. And apparently uh, the boyfriend used that money to take, to take Fannie Willis on some pretty exotic uh, vacations. But, of course, me bringing this up is racism. Because other, you know, white DAs aren't being investigated for this kind of thing. It's just her, man. And what's wrong? She's black, so it's got to be because she's black. Is that in line with Martin Luther King in any way, shape, or form? I mean, you're probably, after 12 years of working here, you're probably sick of me saying this. But I was saying it in Denver. I was saying it as soon as Barack Obama came on the scene. A radical and a weirdo. But Barack Obama set the template in motion. He, he, he came up with the parameters on how you discuss your own infallibilities and your own mistakes uh, when you have black skin. Well, it's because you're a racist. Barack Obama, again, as I say all the time, had an enormous... He had a, a historic opportunity such as no other president perhaps... Uh, before him, maybe more than than George Washington had an opportunity to accomplish something really beautiful, which was to usher this country into the post-racial world. To a post-racial era where, yeah, we take that Martin Luther King stuff really, really seriously. And it ain't that deep, right? It's not that mystical and complex. Treat, treat each other like human beings and judge each other based upon who you are as a human being. Race isn't supposed to come into it. Your skin color doesn't matter. The boxes you check aren't supposed to matter. That was the dream of Martin Luther King. Oh, I know. There's at least one liberal idiot out there. Well, you're just a white man. You can't talk about this. You have no place in this conversation. You with your privilege. The thing is, there's probably another white dude who's saying that. Because white liberals love to tell the black man how to live. You know, you really do. You like to tell him how to vote, how to think. So I, I don't know why we bother with the Martin Luther King march anymore. What's the point? Who's it for? 
<laughs> is it for the people who picked up the torch or the baton, if you will, of the civil rights movement? I I hardly think so. Fannie Willis, yeah, uh, using her skin color uh, once again to, as a lot of folks at that level do, uh, to to blunt criticism against her based upon her own choices and actions. I'm shocked. Uh, it's it's really surprising that she would play the race card. Yeah. Now that I just found out her father was a Black Panther. Her fa- her dad was a Black Panther. I didn't know that. Yes. yes well, you're really was. carrying the dream forward, aren't you, sweetheart? Yeah, buddy. Oh, God. Sheila Jackson Lee, wasn't she the one that uh, was running for mayor of Houston and uh, got, was caught on audio tape yelling at her uh, her underlings? Called one a fat ass. Called him a fat <laughs> ass. But, hey, it's because of racism. That's the only reason people are bringing that crap up. Look at how these people talk. Uh, when when uh, a African American who is prominent, who is political or just successful, who came into the world with crap circumstances, a single mom had to work eight jobs to support my nine brothers and me. We grew up in abject poverty. I had no opportunities whatsoever. But you know what? I made it. My mom made me read books. Told me to focus on my learning, on my education. Didn't matter what racist crap people threw at me. I made it, man. You ever hear how your average liberal idiot talks about those people? They they trot out every racial slur in the uh, in the in the uh, in the slur book. Well, you're just a house slave. Systemic racism. That's why we can't force black people to have uh, you know to prove who they are to have photo IDs when it comes to to winning elections or voting elections because they're they're so stupid and lazy. It's an act of racism to make them prove that that they are who they are. It's a burden. You're the racist in the room. So I, I don't know why we I don't know why we bother with the Martin Luther King march anymore. We obviously don't give a crap about what the man said and died for. Yeah? Too strong? 210-599-5555. It's Sean on News Talk 550 KTSA. The Sean Rima Show. The 2024 race for the White House. Stay connected with News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. Wow, it's got feedback on my headphones because they're cranked so loud. Because I'm like, I'm like a heavy metal talk show host. I, I actually get feedback on my headphones. Two one zero five nine nine fifty five. It's because I've got three stocking caps on right now, and my headphones are headphones are sitting about three inches away from my actual ears. It's cold. Be careful. Drive slow. Okay. No Martin Luther King march today. Uh, here's Albert. How are you? Yes, I'm fine. Uh, I don't know about you, though. What's wrong with me? Uh, yeah, I know, you know. Matt. The march, the Martin Luther King march is not for certain people. It's not for what? It's, it's not for certain people. Who shouldn't go? Um, the deal is who should go. No, wait, no, you said it's not for certain people, right? So who shouldn't yeah, go? Uh, people like you. Why shouldn't I go? Because you are a racist. And you what, don't why, do you, why, do, why do you say I'm a racist? What makes you think you that? Are. By what? By what? Because, by doing what? Okay, let me explain it to you, and then you please, please remember. do. I only got two and a half hours, so you got to make it a little quicker. Okay. Or I'm sorry, one hour okay. and a half. It's the way you say black people. How do you I say, say black people? Black people with with two A's. What? I say you black people it. with two L's or two A's. No, you said with black two A's. people. What are you yeah, talking that's about? How you say it. Black people. That's how you say it. That is not how I say it. Yes, and even if did. I even if I did, how would that be racist? You are. How? And you don't even know how? It. Well, I, well, then you educate me and explain to me how I'm a racist. Because you just said uh, Martin Luther King is irrelevant now. That's not what I said. You, it's absolutely yes, not did. what you I said. said no, I said why should we bother having a Martin Luther King Day no, parade? No, no, no. Yes, I did. That's what I said. Well, let me finish what I said so we get my quotes correctly here. I said, why should we bother having a Martin Luther King Day march when the current trend right now is everything but Martin Luther King's dream of judging each other based upon the content of our character? It's all about race right now, right? Wouldn't you admit that what, it's what all about, about race? What about equality? What about it? I'm all for it. it, it, it 
It's not irrelevant. It's irrelevant I'm, all for, I'm all for equality, but is it a, is it equal? Well, let, Albert, let me ask you a question. Is it equal? Yes, is it equal to let's see? Because somebody's black, to hold them back, uh, despite you know their uh, who they are in, in this life, because they're black. You wouldn't agree to that, right? That's well, racist. Said, is that racist? Said, is it no way? Is it racist to keep someone from opportunities because they're black? Can I answer you? Yes. Okay. Um, maybe because uh, you almost made a mistake. No, wait a minute. Wait, wait. I, the question is: Do you think a person should be held back from certain opportunities because they're black? It's pretty simple. They do. No, I'm asking. I'm asking you: Should people do that? No, no. Right. Right. Okay. So, conversely. Should a black person who has done some bad things be shielded from the criticism of those bad things because they're black? You know, I'm going to answer this question. Are you going to answer it with an answer? Yeah, yeah, I'm going to answer it. You know, um, four years ago I said Trump would not win. Oh, holy crap. So you're not going to answer that very simple question. No, no, no. Should a person... Listen, listen. The question was... If a black person is caught doing bad things, should it, should it, should, if, if a black person is caught doing bad things, should the fact he that they're, should the, should the fact that they're black shield them from the criticism for doing their bad things? No, okay, no. we agree. You and I agree then. How am I a racist? Unless yes, you must yes, be a racist yes. too. So yes. we agree. We agree on stuff. No, I don't agree with you. You just agreed with me just no, now. No. Yes, you did. No, yes, you no, did, man. You did agree. Yeah, I'm sorry, man. Uh, but God bless you. That's all I got to say. Yeah, about God bless you, man. you too, Albert. It's always an edifying conversation. I love it when he calls. I love him too. We love you, Albert. He's so awesome. You're so cool, man. We love you, even though you're a little weird. Two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five. And I better never hear you say Mexican with two e's. Don't. I heard. I heard your son say Mexican with two e's. Not cool, man. Nombre. Two one zero. I thought black. I didn't know I was doing that. I say black with two A's. Two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five. Two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five. Yeah, man. Burr. News Talk five fifty KTSA FM one zero seven one. I'm Sean. We'll talk about the caucuses coming up. In fact. We'll have all-day coverage, basically, uh, from 4 to 7. What a, the, a person who might consider to be the best political brain on the air anywhere, Jack Riccardi, from 4 to 7, will be talking about the caucuses. And then uh, continued coverage with ABC News will kick in at 7. And again, we'll talk some caucus stuff coming up. Uh, but a few minutes ago, a uh, longtime listener, Albert, uh, said that I'm a racist because, I, well, I was saying, why bother with a Martin Luther King march? Because it's all about race these days, not content of character. And Albert said I'm a racist because I say, not because of anything I actually said, not because of the content of what I said. There's that pesky word again. But apparently I say the word black with two A's. Black. And uh, with a response, here's, uh, uh, here's uh, Trucker Mike uh, out there on the highways in this frigid morning. Uh, Mike, how you doing, man? Yeah, how you doing? Yeah, yeah, you know I had to call in with Albert. <laughs> hey, hey, listen, hey, listen, Albert. Um, I'm a black man, my man, uh, as you could clearly hear. Hey, if you if you think that Sean is a racist and his program is a racist, why are you listening to his show? They got they got a whole lot of radio stations in San Antonio. <laughs> why don't you find one? You know, I, I guarantee you that guy Albert. He says you're a racist, but guess who'll be tuning in to your show tomorrow at nine o'clock tomorrow morning? <laughs> He'll have his he'll have his radio he'll have his radio dial on five fifty I promise you that so it sounds like my man either you're stupid or you're too dumb to know what what the word racist means it just aggravates me with people like him but you know Sean you know it's just like the people like Al Sharpton and Jesse Jackson and this these are these race hustlers these guys that make money off of black you know black despair right. in America they don't realize that Jesse Jackson and Al Sharpton is their worst enemy. Those are the ones that's telling them to stay with the Democratic Party to keep them in the government handout lines, keep them in the welfare lines and the unemployment lines. They too stupid to realize that that Reverend Al Sharpton is not your friend, never was, and never will be. 
And I thank you for taking my call this morning. Mike, you rock, man. Be careful out there on the highways, man. Okay, no problem, brother. All right, man. Rock on. Uh, 210-599-5555. Well, you know, again, we're not, the march has been canceled for today, and I'm not trying to detract from the march. It, it's the largest MLK march, I think, in the country. Uh, not happening today because of the weather. All I can say is that at least for certain folks who would be marching in that march today, at least we have a hypocrisy-free day. That's right. Because, again, how are current politics in line with the vision for America that Martin Luther King Jr. had? Okay, they're not even on the same freaking planet. Or I guess that would be planet. Uh, because right now, skin color, box checking, gender, it rules the day. Hey, look, look at this. Then we'll talk about the caucuses. I promise we'll talk about caucuses and we'll caucus talk. And our caucus coverage will we'll pick up here in a few minutes. Look, I, I saw this from the FAA. Uh, the Federal, uh, what is it, Aviation Administration. These are the people who uh, are responsible for, you know, making sure planes don't run into each other in midair or mid-flight, uh, and that they land safely. These are air traffic controllers. This is the FAA. They they monitor plane safety. You know, the, the, should this plane be in the air? As Trey Ware was pointing out earlier, you know, these Boeing's are having all kinds of issues. That was a Boeing that. Uh, this door popped off from, uh, or, you know, mid-flight, this thing popped off and had that plane been a little higher, it would have been a horrible tragedy. And the FAA has put out on its website their new philosophy when it comes to hiring people to work for the FAA. Uh, because they, they want to make sure that they are maintaining an inclusive environment as far as their employment, their employment opportunities. Uh, this is directly from Pete Buttigieg, who is gay, by the way. I don't know if you know that. He, he's gay, the transportation uh, secretary. Uh, targeted, they're gonna, they want to hire more people with psychiatric problems and other mental and physical conditions because this is all about diversity and inclusion. This is on their own website. Targeted disabilities are those disabilities that the federal government, as a matter of policy, has identified for special emphasis in recruitment and hiring. They include... Hearing, vision, missing missing extremities, partial paralysis, complete paralysis, epilepsy, severe intellectual disability, psychiatric disability, and oddly dwarfism. Um, do you want somebody who's blind working in a in a? I, I know that sounds hateful, right? Like I hate blind people. Actually, Albert, who called us a few minutes ago, is blind. Now, I, I I got nothing against blind people. I'm not phobic towards blind people. I don't hate blind people. Who knows? Maybe someday I'll be a blind person. I don't know. But I don't necessarily want a blind person teaching a driver's ed course. Okay? What, what, what you need to do at the FAA is hire people who are really, really good at their jobs. Like landing airplanes with a little radar thingy like they do in the towers. But again, we live in a box checker world, and that's a weakness. And that's a weakness that's going to involve eventually people dying. I'll be honest with you. (laughs) Because it's all about skin color. It's all about gender preference. It's all about the boxes that you check and not what you're capable of doing. The FAA, and this is like a lot of organizations and companies that do this crap, and everybody's doing this crap. It's all it's it's based upon this this representative uh, argument, right? Well, the people that we got four. They, first off, they claim to hire tens of thousands of people in the, their statement on the website, but they only have about four thousand five hundred people who work for the FAA nationwide. And you know what? There's just not enough people with psychiatric disabilities on our employment list. We we just don't have enough paraplegics working for the FAA. That's got to change. Well, you know, again, that that goes back to this idea of hypocrisy when it comes to the equity and inclusion people. 
They're horrible people. And it's not about the content of your character. In this sense, it's not about your skill set. It's not about your training or your education. If you have a psychiatric... Think about this. If you have a psychiatric disability in the FAA, you go to the front of the list, man. That sounds like a great idea, huh? 210. Uh, Alex and Chris, hang on. We'll go to you as soon as we get back. Then we'll talk caucuses. Uh, coming up next on News Talk 550 KTSA. The 2024 race for the White House. Stay connected with News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. And we're back. Uh, News Talk 550 KTSA. Uh, again, for the latest on uh, information as far as this cold snap we're enjoying this morning, go to the website KTSA.com. Also, caucus coverage will continue tonight on ABC after 7 p.m. when Jack wraps. Uh, from the Riccardi Show. Um, let's take some calls and we'll talk caucus stuff at 10.05. Here's uh, Chris. How are you? I'm all right. And you driving you... in this nice weather we have. Are you taking it easy? Just take it easy. I'm taking it easy. <laughs> hey, quick question. Back in the day, we used to have Braille on the highway so blind people could drive, but they took that away. Braille on the highway. <laughs> but, but the reason why I called Jeez. was... What? I can't believe global global warming is so racist that they can't have the Martin Luther King march today. See, another example. I know it feels really cold out there, but this is really yeah. about global warning trying to shut down the Martin Luther King march because it's racist. Because white people made climate change. That's right. <laughs> you have a nice day. All right, thank you, brother. Thank you. We'll see you. Alex, how are you? Right by. Hey. <laughs> hey. Hey, Bert. <laughs> hey. On your list of disabilities, there's one glaring omission. What? Stupidity. Okay? <laughs> if that were That's a condition, we don't, a lot of people would be on meds right now in this country. <laughs> Dude, the, the whole administration is yeah. filled with them. Come Ooh. on. Pete Buttigieg? Oh, man. The guy doesn't know anything about transportation. No. we got a friggin' we got the Secretary of Defense. You can't even find that guy. He's still in the and hospital, they can't right? can't even find their own guy, okay? Right. So... It's just amazing, and if you go all the way back to JFK, that's where all this started. He was the first pushback that the freaking deep state ever had, right? And it continued from there. Him, his brother, Martin Luther King, Malcolm X, and the list goes on and on. Right. So, right. When you're an attorney and you need evidence to prove your case. I would say there's mountains of it, okay? Oh, yeah. And now you're at the apex. Well, and, and it, 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 right, and, and you could make the argument that a lot of this stuff began uh, with the formation of the welfare state at the conclusion of the civil rights movement, and it, it, it's become its own institution. And the institution exists to, I guess, make sure that black people and Hispanic people and whoever else is quote-unquote underrepresented are always voting Democrat. But if you want to see some racism, okay, be a black person and tell a Democrat you're not voting Democrat anymore. Man, you'll hear some racist crap at that point. Dude, Joe Biden said it on national TV oh, yeah. to a guy's face. If you ain't voting for me, you ain't black. You ain't what black. Was that guy? <laughs> he was black. Yeah, okay. Charlemagne the God, he was I on the, grew up that show. On the east side of San Antonio, right off of Martin Luther King Boulevard and Walters, okay? Right. So I know I know racism when I see it. And we didn't have very much of it because we were there was one common denominator where I lived. It was called poverty. Mm. All right? Right. And we all knew it. Okay. And that's the one thing that the Democrats don't want the the underserved to realize is we've been telling you this crap for decades. And you're still in poverty. All well, right? yeah, you look and at a lot of the recent polling, though. That. You look at a lot of the recent polling. African Americans are peeling away from Biden and going over to Trump. In fact, they were going over to Trump during the Trump years. Hence, 15 million illegals walking into our country. Well, there you go. <laughs> we, <laughs> you, yes, we need. thank it. you, sir. We need a new supply of victims. We need a new supply of people who are being victim victimized by extreme mega Republicans and white supremacists. Blacks aren't buying the bullcrap anymore. They're going over to Trump. Hispanics, women, uh, young people, you know, all the groups that classically went Democrat are peeling off and they're going over to Trump because they realize these people are full of crap. So what do you do? How do you fill that vacuum of victimhood? 
in America. Well, let's just import it. <laughs> we need more victim. We need more victims, uh, and uh, the who, people we can claim are are enduring systemic racism. I mean, merely having a border is an act of racism, right? So, since all these all these homegrown communities are starting to take off, let's import some folks. Let's import some folks to vote Democrat. It's you know what? It's really that stupid and cheap. <laughs> I believe. And uh, we have the Iowa caucuses going on today. The caucuses. People are going to be out there caucusing. And again, we'll have continued coverage uh, through the Jack Riccardi show, and then uh, from seven on uh, with ABC News. And it's very, very, very bitterly cold in Iowa. So, uh, you know, a lot of folks are saying, well, you know, that's going to keep people from going out to the polls. Not to the polls, but to their caucus meeting rooms. It's too frigid, you know. Oof-da. We'll talk about it when we get back. It's Sean on News Talk 550 KTSA. Sean Rima, 9 till 11. News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. Five minutes after 10 on News Talk 550 KTSA FM 1071. I'm Sean. Hi. It's caucus day. Iowa caucus day. Going to be lots of caucusing going on. Then we're going to talk about that. 210-599-5555. 210-599-5555. Well, it's cold here, which means it's really freaking cold in Iowa. I don't miss those winters. My my, uh, I lived there when I was a little kid. Little town called Altoona, Iowa, right outside of Des Moines or Des Moines, as we called it back then. The winters are long and brutal, and they're having a bad cold day in Iowa today. Frigid temperatures, and I guess the popular thinking is uh, this might affect people, you know, going out to vote. Or well, they don't go out to vote. They go to little meeting places and they discuss who they uh, who they want to be the candidate that they want to vote for. Um, it's a very strange system. I, I you know, don't know a whole lot about it. I know that uh, prior to the 19 00s, this was pretty much how we went about it. This was, a, uh, this was the way we figured out who was running for president. And now it's just Iowa, and it's a bizarre system. You, you, people do. They get together church basements and libraries and they uh have meetings to discuss you know who 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 the candidates for the republicans that they want who the candidate is you know i mean it's an incumbent president so you think it would be him but he's a freaking cadaver at this point um and going into it and and, and moreover you know it's in, and i don't need to tell you this you already know this but uh it's kind of like the golden globes right <laughs> for the oscars you know how goes the iowa caucus is usually how the general vote goes, or or the primary uh, uh, season goes, and it's kind of the first indicator into where things are, where things stand with folks going into the uh, the meat of the election cycle. So it has its value, certainly, and uh, the candidates uh, want to do well in in Iowa. Well, let's just check out the numbers put out by the Des Moines Register last night. They've been following or making predictions uh, or or doing the last-minute polling leading up to the, the actual caucus for a long time. And according to the Des Moines Register, uh, let's see, here's where we stand. Trump, 48%. Haley, Nikki Haley, 20%. Ron DeSantis, 16%. Vivek Ramaswamy, 3%. Were you even aware that Asa Hutchinson, uh, Asa Hutchinson is still hanging on? He's still out there, man. 1%. According to the Des Moines Register, uh, Trump's lead over the other GOPers is the largest gap that paper has ever reported in all of its caucus reporting ever. Um, the, you know, and it's the the coverage is bizarre. I mean, you know, come on, you, you can't really argue with those numbers. I mean, he's way out in front, man. He's light years ahead of everybody else. Vivek is saying something miraculous is going to happen today. Uh, the coverage is ver- fairly negative. Uh, you- you're hearing a lot from ABC and all the other usual suspects that, well, it's so cold out there, people may not go out to caucus, which is kind of what they want. We've also talked on Warren Rima about how they're trying to prop up Nikki Haley and get a lot of Democrats to show up to these caucuses. This is acting like Republicans, I guess, and uh, and try to get her numbers a little better. 
Uh, and again, it's kind of like the Golden Globes. You, you, you want to see how things go in the Iowa caucus. Uh, and that's why the candidates focus on Iowa at this particular time or juncture in any election cycle, presidential election cycle. And I'm going to be honest with you, I don't care about any of it. I, 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 <laughs> and I'll tell you, I don't mean that in a cynical, well, maybe I mean that in a cynical way. Uh, I mean it more in the sense that what we are seeing going on, and maybe you feel the same way if you do give me a call, 210-599-5555. What, what we're seeing happening, uh, I believe right now with this particular election and this particular candidate, meaning Donald Trump, well, both of them, Trump and Biden, it, it, there's really no precedent for what's going on here. I, I've never seen in my lifetime, and my reading from history doesn't tell me it's ever happened before, where you've had an election, uh, I believe uh, our government successfully cheated the last election, which is why you have a President Joe Biden. And I, I, I don't think I ever remember a situation in a presidential cycle when uh, the full weight of the federal government had been weaponized against a candidate. The DOJ, uh, these, uh, these, these state courts, Georgia and Florida. I've never seen anything like this in neither of you. And since we have never seen anything like this, uh, there's really no precedent to base any kind of information on. I, in other words, I have no idea. I don't know if the caucus is going to be real or true or honest or uh, a decent, you know, a genuine reflection of things. I, I don't know. I, I will. I, I don't know because I think the whole thing is corrupted already at this point by virtue of all the legal charges being leveled against Donald Trump to keep his ass out of the Oval Office. I've never seen this much energy in general, whether it's actual legal cases, whether it's a sitting president of the United States of America calling his political opponent, uh, you know, Hitler and all that stuff. Meanwhile, he's giving speeches, you know, the past few months in front of what looks like a big old red swastika, you know, with his fists in the air. (laughs) Meaning Biden or whatever's left of Biden. So I don't know. I, I you I, I don't think you can really accurately predict anything about this particular election. Uh so I you know, obviously I I'm Trump. I'm all for Trump. That's that's all you need to know about me politically right now. I want Trump back in office. I want Donald Trump to be the next president of the United States. Uh, and I, I, I say that acknowledging that, again, the full weight of the federal government of the United States of America is allied against him and wants to keep his ass out of office and, moreover, completely and utterly destroy the man so he can never, you know, raise his head again uh, politically. So I, I don't know. I, I'm looking at the entire election through this prism. And what the prism or, or what my you know what I'm my mindset is telling me uh, is in regards to this election anything's possible anything and everything is possible, and I mean that predominantly in what can happen or what may be done to prevent Donald Trump from getting back in the Oval Office. Cheating the the election, ballot harvesting. Well, hell yeah, <laughs> mail in ballots. Well, yeah, certainly that's going to happen. Do they want to, you know, knock his ass out of circulation completely by putting him in a state penitentiary somewhere? Well, sure. So today's caucus day. Wow. Well, I hope it goes well for Trump. The only thing I, what's that going to mean? I don't know. Uh, the only thing I will say, and Trey brought this up, and I absolutely agree. You're hearing a lot of coverage from again the usual suspects. That well, it's so cold. Iowans aren't going to go out and in caucus in this weather. Iowans have been living their lives in sub-zero temperatures for a very long time, man. I know. I used to be a freaking Iowan, okay? You know how hard it is to get the schools to close down in Iowa <laughs> because of weather? Okay, well, My mom used to say, oh, when I was a little girl, we used to have to burrow through the snow for three miles to get to the schoolhouse. You know, she wasn't kidding, man. And I'll tell you something else. 
Trump supporters are damn skippy going to survive or, or, you know, brave the cold to get out there and caucus. You know they are, man. They're lit up. They ain't going to let a little, little, uh, a little frigid action uh, shut them down, man. They know this is for all the marbles. So, I, so we'll see. Anyway, our coverage continues uh, after the Jack show. Jack Riccardi at 7. I'm sure Jack's going to have a lot of great stuff to say about it and uh, great insights. Uh, what do you think? Here's Kent. Kent, how are you? Hey, Sean. How you doing? Pretty hey, good, man. Kind of off the subject of the caucuses, but talk, talking about you and Trey were talking about the windmills this morning. Not uh, spinning because of lack of wind. Yeah, they sort of windmills well, sort of need that wind thing to like do their job. <laughs> a little bit, yeah. But, it's a but smidge. there's another thing that nobody thinks about. It's a, I, uh, well, those windmills up there in the turbine to keep bearings and stuff operating, they have to have fossil fuel based petroleum. Yes, oil they do. They grease. That's right. Lubricant. Yes. Yeah. And what happens to grease when it gets cold? It gets really it thick gets like and not and not very slippery and slidey, right? Yeah, and yeah. and and that's why I, I drive a truck. And and like if if I were up in North Dakota right now, my truck would be sitting there idling, just, mm. so it would start right, when right. I needed to go. Right, because if if you don't keep them moving, right, they're gonna freeze up, and you can't you can't. Well, just yeah, like, and like and with the windmill. and just so you know, I got to go, man. Just so you know, you 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 greedy Texans, okay? Don't be using so much power today, okay? Can't you work with the windmills during this cold morning? Uh, very quickly, Esteban, how are you? All right, man. My phone was knocked out during your conversation about Fannie Willis. I think she's a great woman's liberal and a great African American patriot. Because she showed women, women and African Americans can be as corrupt, as dirty, and as greedy as your typical white cracker like Boss Parr was. Equality. Everybody has an equal opportunity. Equal opportunity to be a scumbag. And apparently, she's she's living up to that. The Iowa Caucuses. Coverage starts tonight at 7 on News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. 21 minutes after 10 on News Talk 550 KTSA. I'm Sean. How are you? Yeah, our coverage of the caucuses will continue past the uh, Jack Riccardi show with ABC News at 7. Oh, just to remind you, because this is so funny, you know, because it's cold. And I told you last hour, my wife and I, you know, half of our conversations are... are they take place with sticky notes that we leave each other on the bathroom mirror. My sticky note she left for me t- today, uh, freezing rain and sleet on roads, be safe, drive like the old lady you always drive like. I'm not trying to insult old ladies, but if you are, if you do like myself, and I proudly, I, I say that proudly, I respect our seasoned citizens. I drive like an old lady, and I'm proud of that. And if you drive like an old lady, today is your day to shine, man. Just take it easy. That's all I got to do. Just take it slow. The Martin Luther King March has been canceled. You already know that. Just take it easy. James and I, Don, noticed that there might be something racist going on over at Fox uh, at 29 because uh, normally at uh, this time of the day for years, remember the Wendy Williams show used to be on at 10 a.m.? How you doing? She's crazy with those crazy weird eyes of hers. She went away, and they replaced her with this chick named Sherry, the Sherry Show, which James and I watch every morning. We don't know what they're saying because we have the volume off, but it looks like a pretty stupid show. Let's face it. A lot of daytime TV sucks. Can we just say that? It just sucks. It's really bad. But today, there's no Sherry Show. It's gone, and instead, they have the Drew Barrymore Show. Drew Barrymore is white, Mr. Man, and Sherry's black. Is this systemic racism? Or did her mm. show get yanked because it sucks? And the only thing they could replace it with was something almost equally as sucky as the Drew Barrymore show. Drew Barrymore. When did she get her own show? Why does Drew Barrymore have her own show? Remember the, the yeah, that she had Dylan Mulvaney on yes. and she kneeled before him? She was him. kneeling before yeah. him, like, you know. I just love you. I love your struggle. Drew Barrymore... I don't know. Something about her. She's got, first off, she's getting older, man. I mean, we all are. She's holding it down pretty she good. She looks all man. right. Yeah. Drew Barrymore's got that side face. Though. You know what I mean by people who have a side face? 
You ever meet somebody who has a side face? The side face is when you talk. It's like you're talking out the side of your mouth. Oh, yeah. Have you ever seen Drew Barrymore? She, whenever she laughs or talks, or something goes to the side. I just love you, Dylan. She's a side face person. I just made that up. But you know what I'm talking about. Did you see that movie Sausage Party? The yes, animated. I did. They even side faced her character. Her character had a side <laughs> yeah, face. Yeah, they did the facial recognition thing or whatever. I just think all chicks with side faces look they look like they ought to be working in like a bowling alley or something. You know what I mean? Can I get you some shoes, hon? You know, like a <laughs> cigarette going. Drew Barrymore's got that side face look. Anyway, this is a fascinating radio. The Critics' Choice Awards were last night. Nobody gave a, gave a crap. <laughs> I watched five minutes. Did you watch it? I, I was scrolling through the menu, <laughs> and I was like, oh, the Critics' Choice Awards on. I'll put it on. I, You know, normally you would hear a lot about that. I mean, this is a, we're in award season. You know, normally, you know, but these shows are dying on the vine, man. Okay, the Critics' Choice Award, their lead-in was the Golden Globes, which most people are saying was probably the worst production of the Golden Globes ever. They got 9 million viewers for that Golden Globes. That's, it sucked. It was horrible. And now you had the Critics' Choice Awards last night. I only know it was on by accident. I didn't even know. I just Mark Levin came up on Fox. I love Mark Levin on the radio. I can't stand him on TV. On TV, he's he's boring as hell. And so I just was switching around. Oh, the Critics' Critics Choice Award, Awards are on. Critics' Choice Awards. So I put them on for the time that Mark Levin normally would be on. Barbie's winning a lot of awards because, God, that's such a cinematic masterpiece. Oppenheimer got Best Picture, but nobody cares. I saw, nobody cares. Did you see, maybe it was around the same time I was watching, this uh, Latina girl, she won an award. And she goes into this big, long speech, and Ugh. it's very impassioned and everything. Right. And then all of a sudden, she stops, and she looks, and she goes, oh, no, I'm not going to say that part. Scroll up. And I was like, <laughs> what? Not gonna, that's professional. Oh, my God. I'm not going to say that part. Scroll up. Yes. And I was like, Jeez, so much I miss for that. this being a real passionate, empowered speech for my brown Latina sister. God, that's funny. It was written down. Nombre. I, I have a buddy of mine who shall remain nameless who told me that several years ago he actually attended one of these award shows. I'm not even going to say which one it was, but he got to go. And the one thing he said to me that he found very, very interesting is that while the cameras are on, while they're live, Everybody is laughing and acting like they're just having the best time in the world. And in the gray, look at us, we're all movie stars, having a great time. And then as soon as they go to commercial break, everybody shuts up and they just stare at their phones. And nobody talks. It's like they suddenly you realize how much they deeply despise each other. And when they're not, the camera's not on them, I don't know if this is true of all, but it, when the camera's not on, they go silent. Suddenly they're not friends anymore. Everybody's just staring at their phones. Then as soon as they go back live, then they start yucking it up and patting each other on the back and acting like they're the best friends ever. All right, people, we're live in five. Act like you like four, each other. Three. And then they go back. You know what I mean? I, I, why does that not surprise me? Okay, I didn't hear that before, and you saw me visibly laugh. Yes. But at the same Don't time, I it? laughed. Yes, I was like not shocked at all. People in L.A. and Hollywood, they hate each other. <laughs> When I was out there, that's by and large what I, the feeling I got, the vibe I got from people. They hate each other's stinking guts, man. Jealousy, you know, hatred, all the seven deadlies are there in, in, in Hollywood. Unless the cameras are on, then they're bestest, bestest buddies. 210-599-5555. 210-599. I know that because I went out there to L.A. and everybody hated me. <laughs> Everybody I work with secretly despised me, too. Yeah, New Stock 550 KTSA FM 1071. And I'm Sean. And I suppose you can tell by the way I use my walk. I'm a ladies' man. I'm so sorry. 210-599-5555. A disco music will actually keep you warm on a frigid day like this. 
National Caucus Day. And, uh, oh, uh, 210-599-5555. I want to lay something to rest uh, that I know a lot of people were concerned about. But apparently it's not true. We've heard confirmation from the Pentagon. Um, Taylor Swift is has not been recruited as a PSYOPs agent by the Pentagon, just so you know. I guess Jesse Waters was talking about how there was a NATO summit of some kind or meeting of some kind at some point. And they were talking about influencers and how they could engage in PSYOPs against somebody, I guess bad guys. Taylor Swift has apparently, this is an official word from the Pentagon, from a spokesperson uh, from the Pentagon, has said, no, Taylor Swift is not doing PSYOPs for the CIA, just so you know. She might be doing some psyops for the NFL. Football stuff happened yesterday, right, James and Don? Some kind of football thing. Football stuff was happening. Did like the Cowboys lose or something? Or yes, they did. And was that depressing for people that they lost? Don't they lose all the time? Not all the time, yeah. but uh, I was financially depressed after the, you lost a bet after the first quarter, right? And then I switched it over to world dog surfing and texted Elaine. <laughs> world dog surfing. Yeah, yes. I'd watch that over football. So Elaine, any Elaine day. and I are texting back. About oh, you're the loving dogs. that. She loves that. <laughs> yeah. It was over quick, man. It was ugly. I, yeah. I don't know. Don, did you have a bad football day yesterday or what? No, my team was eliminated from contention back in week three. Oh, so it's so. all over for you already. <laughs> yeah, I was, I've just been enjoying the ride. But you know, the Dallas Cowboys, <laughs> they didn't lose yesterday. No, oh, they did They didn't. were whipped like a government mule Oh, yesterday. they lost like really oh, badly. It was bad. Why do people love the cow- Cowboys so much? I don't get, because they, do they ever win? I mean, I, I don't follow football, so and, I don't know. But it seems like there's a lot of people who love the Cowboys, but they never win. We haven't won since 95, the well, Super it, Bowl. What, what, why do people... Love them so much. Because it's America's team and we're not communists. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe you're one of these gender-fluid communists out there who, uh, you know, don't love the Cowboys. Well, there's well a, you know, they were, they were the right team at the right time. When when the NFL was becoming this big national thing, the Cowboys were on a roll. Wasn't that like you mostly know, about the cheerleaders, the 70s, though? And stuff? Know, well, that's 70s, what I was going to say, is that if it wasn't for the genius behind the Dallas Cowboys, we wouldn't know NFL cheerleaders. Because I've never watched football in my life, but even I remember the Dallas, Dallas Cowboy cheerleaders in Maryland. And you're about as far from Dallas as you can get in Maryland. But didn't some other guy, because they were talking about Taylor Swift... That if the Chiefs don't do well, it'll be her fault. Who said that? Trey. No, oh, Trey said that. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I, oh, Trey said that. Where said that? So isn't she kind of like the Yoko Ono of the NFL though? Right now, well, no, no, not yet. No, you know, it's not her fault. She shows up at the game and just wants to be there to support her boyfriend. But the camera's on her she's more Taylor than the Swift. actual field. Well, yeah, she's Taylor alleged, Swift. Alleged boyfriend. Alleged right. boyfriend. Didn't they have, yeah. like, I saw an actual news article. I didn't read it because I do have a little bit of respect for myself conspiracy. intellectually. But somebody said they had their first argument, and that was like a news story. Well, conspiracy people are saying this is totally staged. And I heard something last night on TV. It was a commercial for vaccines. And it said, you can be like a world-famous pop star and an all-star athlete and get your vaccination. What? Yes. I heard that last night on TV. Talking talk about Howard Stern? I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, but it seems everything is just happening coinkadinkly. I think it's cross-promotion big time. I feel, it, I feel this is a contrivance of some kind. Yep. This is a marketing ploy of some kind. Right. And I refuse to be played by the man. <laughs> I'm not going to be played by the man. I'm going to tell you right, and I will say this, unless right. something major happens, yeah. this whole time, this this Taylor Swift, Travis Kelsey thing was, has been going on, every every Monday morning, I'll come in here, and I probably have six or seven stories filed about the pair. Yes. I, have yet to, I have yet to put one of them on the air. Well, good for you, because everybody else is. <laughs> You're the lone holdout in the right. wilderness there, because everybody else, man, that chick farts, and it's international it. news, man. That chick breaks wind, and like Reuters is sending a team out, you know. So I, I don't know. I, I no. Last week we had a story about her, right. where, where she was responsible for about two percent of all music sales last year, which 2%. is pretty impressive, right? Now I believe for one that person. Now that is interesting. I, you but know, the whole relationship thing really. Come on. 
Well, people were kind of, you know, not into the NFL over the past few years. The Colin Kaepernick thing and then everybody Mm -hmm. going political was kind of, it it took a bunch of hits. Even the ESPN guys were talking too much politics and people, you know, peeled off. And so how do you rejuvenate the spirit, I guess, for people watching the NFL? Bring in Taylor Swift. Swift it up a little, man. I think it smells bad. Two one zero five nine. I think football smells bad in general, though. I mean, jeez. Been to a couple of locker rooms. Eww. Smells like a cheese factory. It's been closed down for about six years. Anyway, two one zero cheese factory. Yeah, it's cheesy, sweaty smell. You know, I'm just yeah. saying. Hey, two, my two, I had two kids that played high school football. Yeah, and at the end of the season, I would burn my car because it would smell <laughs> like cheese and sweat. It smelled like them. Just yeah. set it on fire. I can't do anything about cheese, it. sweat, and nachos. That's yeah. what everything smells like. Taylor Swift two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five. Here's Charles. Charles, how are you? I'm doing great. It's nice to see that you skated into work this morning. I, you know, and I only the only problem I had is I I drive four ten. I had no issues. I went really slow. Everybody was going slow. As soon as I got to Eisenhower, I slid through a traffic light <laughs> just down the block from this place. How are you, man? Have you? I'm doing good. You did you did you 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 checked your uh, you checked your uh, you checked your Long Johns when you got to, to work after that skid. I pretty much live in Long Johns, so I I'm I'm already pretty much set up all i did today was put on one extra coat you gotta layer up layer up layers are what works for you when you're when it's really bitterly cold outside not a big poofy jacket but layers no i know well thanks for taking my call look i'm just gonna say two things one's about the dallas cowboys it's nothing has to do with mike mccarthy i don't much like jack Jack prescott but uh it's not the team itself. It's the it's the owner. The owner needs to fire himself and get the heck out of the thing. That's what I was going to say. <laughs> the, let me tell you something. What? We're under the curse of Tom Landry. The only reason Jimmy Johnson and everybody else won Super Bowls is because they still had Landry's players. If they didn't have Landry's players, they would never have won. And that's why they've never been able to get back in. There's no discipline in that team or anything. And until Jerry Jones erects a statute, of, uh, of Tom Landry and ask for forgiveness, kneels down and kisses his, you know, his rear. They're <laughs> never going to win another Super Bowl. I'm going to tell you that. I'm we need a like an altar, like you know. <laughs> yeah, no, no, just a statue. The statue. The and then just have the America and right. have the news media see him kneel down and kiss his rear end, kiss his ass. Mm. Yes, but they'll never ask for forgiveness. Well, and you took so, the words right out of my mouth. That's exactly what I was going to say. <laughs> well, there, there is a statue of Tom Landry outside oh, there is? of AT&T Stadium. Who's Tom Landry? I'm sorry. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Was he on The Odd Couple? Wasn't he on The Odd Couple with Tony Randall? Yes. Just yeah, that was him. Yes, yes. Was him? Wasn't that him? He was the one that portrayed Oscar Madison on The Odd Couple. <laughs> let, me, let me just say this. The most winningest coach in football history, if it would have been now where the news media is on top of everything... If you could only see what he did, how he humiliated him when he fired him, that would, you would you would you would take my side again. It's like you're reading my mind, and you're just saying everything that I would be saying, man. Thank you so much. In fact, you're putting it much more succinctly than I would, you know, because I'm so passionate about this subject. He's right, though. You guys take yeah. care of yourself. He's right. All right, man. Thank you. Take care. Bye. He's right. Landry was humiliated. I agree. What year was that, Jimmy? Was I 89, 90, 88? In, in yeah, 80. Yeah. Uh, 89, yeah. I don't remember anything from 1989. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Roland, I don't. <laughs> you ever hear of blackout? Like when alcoholics have a right. blackout? Yeah. Okay, I had one, I've only had one blackout in my life. It was 1989. The whole freaking year. 210-599-5555. You missed the whole Millie Vanilli thing as well. I did. Damn. I heard about that later, yeah. man. I was like, yeah. no. Anyway, 210-599-5555. It's Sean on News Talk 550 KTSA. The 2024 Race for the White House. Stay connected with News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. News Talk 550 KTSA, FM 1071. Yeah, I don't, I don't get football. I just never have. It's To me, and I'm just being honest, it just looks like a bunch of galoots like, slamming into each other. Give them short swords, and then I'll, I'll you know... <laughs> <laughs> Get them short swords. Let a few ti- you know Bengal tigers go during the play. Right. Maybe I'll yep. find it interesting. 
Uh, let's That's go. That's not uh, for everybody. No, it's not. I just I've yeah. never got into it. All all female flat track roller derby. No, I'm there, man. I love watching that. Now those are the kinds of people I want to see slamming into people, like you know, hot looking lesbian chicks on wheels. Mm. Is flat track for the roller derby purist? I don't know. <laughs> I used to have the girls on my show in Denver of the local roller derby team. So I don't. Is so that because if it's on a flat track, you tend to run into people watching more. But when it's slanted, that's it's that's, slanted. that's for the newbies and all the. Yes, that takes a little more. There's a little bit more phys- of you know some physics involved there when it's a slanted track. Right. Oh, okay. yeah. then you're in rollerball territory. Okay. Yeah. I flat do. track. You know, anyway, could do flat track. <laughs> Any local high school gym. Yeah. can host that event, no problem. That's right. You Especially if you, if you have a student lesbian uh, club, you know, then they, they, they love rollerball. You just, yeah, I said it. You just set up traffic cones. Traffic cones. And they just right. stay outside yeah. of the cones. And you can also learn how to parallel park uh, simultaneously. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Let's go <laughs> I'm so not serious today. I'm just not serious today. I don't care who knows it. Oh, God. Here, here, we have Parallel Park. Do we have, a team here in, we have a team here in San Antonio, don't we? have like roller derby girls here in San Antonio? Because if we do, I'll, I want to talk to them. I know we have Austin for sure. Right. Well, yeah. Well, yeah. But they're all dudes. <laughs> anyway. Um, <laughs> I want to see a team they're, from San They're roller Antonio, derby actually. fluid in Austin. They're actually just dudes. That flat track has a bump in it. <laughs> 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 Point Jimmy. Yeah. Point Jimmy. Let's move on. That was brilliant, dude. That was damn near art. Right, uh, <laughs> let's go to uh Here's Roland, Roland, Roland. Let's go talk to Roland. Roland, how are you? Hello, hello, hello. hello. How are y'all? We're doing great, man. Say, listen, you sparked something in me. I'm a conspiracy nut, kind of, sort yeah. of like an old uh, Alex Jones. Rock on. I always believe that things happen for a reason. And I was telling my brother-in-law for the last couple of weeks, what's going on with this Super Bowl stuff? And Mahomes is getting real famous up to the very top, up to the stars. I don't know, and man. Now they've got, and then now they've got this girl, Taylor Swift, way up there. She's from the stars. And then Mahomes... Brother is the is the boyfriend of the star and this and that and I'm just wondering are they leading up to something sort of like maybe when it comes time for the Super Bowl is she going to perform and all this kind of good stuff? Is she going to do the, She got to do the, Is she going to do the halftime show? Yeah, is there, I mean you know this is she sort of doing it already. <laughs> But what do you think about that theory? I mean, nothing. You- anyway, two one zero five nine nine. I don't think anything about it, dude. I don't follow football. I don't know what they're doing. I don't care about Taylor Swift. I haven't cared about Taylor Swift until my kid was a you know was a big Taylor Swift fan when she was like mm, thirteen. Now she's twenty two. I do think though she is the Yoko Ono of the NFL. I, I think you know. I think she's putting a lot of eyes on football that wouldn't be there ordinarily. But, you, you know, don't you think a lot of the other players are kind of like, oh, geez, oh, boy, Taylor's coming to the game tonight. We're trying to make a record. She just sits there reading the newspaper. I'm sorry. It is caucus day in Iowa, though. It's the caucuses, and uh, we have coverage. Uh, obviously, Mark Lee Van Camp and Robbins will be talking about it, but... um. Jack Riccardi, uh, greatest, uh, I think, the best political analysis you will hear anywhere. You hear on the Jack Riccardi show right here on uh, on KTSA. So he'll be talking about it until 7. And then ABC News will take over and we'll have additional coverage of the caucuses. Oh, you know, you betcha all those Iowans caucusing and eating casserole while they're doing it. And so continued. Co- I did find some, there was one tagline. On almost every ABC story I heard this morning driving in. And I was driving like an old lady, which is how I normally drive. Not to be insulting to old ladies, so I was taking my time, so I got some listening time in. Again, according to the Des Moines Register going into the caucuses, uh, Donald Trump is at 48%. Trailed by Nikki Haley, who's at 20%. Now, I'm not a mathematician. 
but 20% is less than half of 48%, I think. If I got enough fingers here, I'm counting. So, well, all I kept hearing, he's, I mean, he's light years, let's face it, he's light years, light years ahead of everybody. He, he's beating Biden in most polls, too. And what did you hear from ABC News today? It's Trump's to lose. Wait a minute. <laughs> it's Trump's to lose. It's kind of like, you know, when you talk about airplanes, Carlin had this old bit, right, when they say it's a near miss. Okay, that's not a near miss. That's a near hit, okay, when two planes almost hit each other. Same thing with Trump going into Iowa. It's kind of his to win. So I I, I don't know. Again, I you know, I, I'm probably a bad talk show host because I'm not nearly as fascinated by the caucuses as a lot of other people are this time out. I mean this time out. Because it's all about, one way or the other, baby, the next year, it's all about Trump. Trump runs the world right now, one way or the other. Trump is either running the world because of people who support him, or because of people who hate him and they're reacting to him to prevent him from, you know, ever being president again. It's unlike anything we've ever gone through in this country. So, for me, it's like caucuses, schmockuses. All I care about is how this thing plays out in the very end. And I have no idea, man. Thank you, James. Thanks to Elaine Rodriguez, our executive producer. Don Morgan and my good brother, Trey Ware. Uh, Spread the love. Don't be a jerk. We'll see you tomorrow. Bye.